Thanks so much for being here, Diana. Can you introduce yourself to my audience? What would you like them to know about you? Of course. Um, thank you for having me. So my name is Diana. I'm from Los Angeles, uh, born and raised here in LA. Um, I'm a real estate investor, very, very new. I still feel like I'm a very, very new investor. When I started, I was extremely new. Um, I joined Rat Race to Fi um, October 2020, knowing nothing. Like when I tell you nothing, it meant that people would say LTR or 1% and I had no idea what the heck they were talking about. Um, I am a mom of two. Um, I work a full-time job here in LA. So, you know, I get up, I get to do all the fun stuff, right? Invest, W2, and be a mom, and a wife, and a sister, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Wow, that's um, Yeah, completely have fell in love with the REI community. Again, I have no... I was like, REI? Okay, cool. Real estate investing. Okay, I'm learning the acronyms. Um, and I love to really just help people getting started. Um, and that's why I'm here. That is awesome. <laughs> You're in the right place because this is definitely the REI Friends podcast where we're talking to new and not so new investors. And we just really want to share, learn more about where you are, what you have done, and hopefully encourage new investors get started because i know for for personal experience so you and i started about the same time with the learning anyway so at the beginning during the pandemic in 2020 that's when i started to learn about real estate investing and it sounds right. like a lot of people did um i haven't pulled the trigger yet and that's when i decided you know what i am gonna start the podcast because i've done a lot of talking a lot of learning now let's just dive right into it because um, you can stay learning for a very long time if you're not careful. Right. You never stop learning. Like I'm still learning stuff every day. Yeah. So absolutely. Um, yeah, I did start because of the pandemic. Um, do you want me to go into how I even got started with? Yeah, that would be, that would be great. So obviously we're stuck at home. Everyone had extra time and you're like, okay, well, I've always used the excuse about not having enough time to learn. So I guess now's the time, right? And my 14 year old said, uh, I mean, at the time he was younger, but he's like, mom, do you know you can watch YouTube on TV, right? Because the smart TVs can do yeah. all kinds of cool stuff now. So I said, really? I was like, well, can you put some like real estate videos? Just have them going while I'm cleaning the house or what have you. And he puts YouTube on and um, somehow Felipe jumps on on his YouTube channel and then I look him up on Instagram and that was maybe May April or May like right when pandemic happened and again fear is always going to be like the biggest factor right you're just kind of like getting your feet wet I was following them on Instagram Felipe and Diego for for quite some time because this happened April May and I didn't join rat race till October so several months happened before I even pulled the trigger to join a micro tri a, a, a mastermind, right? Like a group, a real estate group. It took me a while to do that. Um, again, you have, you, you think about like, well, I'm paying monthly. Like you don't have the mindset to say, this is an investment. I'm not paying X amount of dollars a month. It's an investment that's going to make me potentially more money or even learn, right? You don't, right. you just not being around 
people that you find in this REI community can really um, stop you from just pulling the trigger and doing something simple as just even learning, learning the mastermind. So I joined, loved it, um, had my one-on-one -on -one with Felipe and Diego. They pretty much told me what to do. Like, you need to reach out, right? Networking is like the biggest thing. Any mastermind that's out there that you can get into free, if networking is going to be the biggest value. Um, and you're going to have to get in out of that comfort zone if you're not that type of person to reach out to do it. I mean, you could do it. It doesn't have to be a phone call. You could do it via text, but you're going to have to reach out to get the help because that's how I got started. And that's what helped me get over my fear. And so I joined Rat Race October and got my first out of state property in December. So very fast. Wow. Yeah. So bought the property completely. I mean, I saw a YouTube video. That's that was my walkthrough. I wasn't there. I which was also something hard, right? Like I'm buying something without looking at it. Like that's strange, right? Um, but it worked out. I still have that property um, in Jacksonville, Florida. Still a great market to start for beginners because purchase price is still around 100, 150. Very doable if you're the type of person to say, well, where do I start so I learn? And then I can get into bigger, you know, more pricey um, projects. So definitely a great market. Um, and I started just turnkey, right? Cause I'm new. So you hear about all these strat strategies and your brain gets bombarded with like the burst strat strategy, Airbnb, house hacking. And so the hardest part is really aligning your goal. And so again, I only learned this being in the mastermind that you have to just align yourself. What do you wanna do, right? And for me very early on was because I'm new, right? I'm super new. I didn't even know who Bigger Pockets was until I joined Rat. <laughs> like, that's just so you know, like how new yeah. I was. Yeah. People would throw out Bigger Pockets, all these other names, and I was like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Um, and so, yeah. So for me, because I was so new, I knew that long-term rent turnkey was like the where I wanted to start. Um, and yeah, that, that's kind of how I got started. And I'm I'm still in Rat Race um, five properties later. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. So how were you? So your first property ever you bought out of state, that's pretty ballsy. Like, yes. Wow. So how do you, what, because I know you're in California, right? Yeah. Right. So buying California, right? Crazy market, very expensive. Jacksonville, Florida, completely different. I know that market. Um, so how did you get over the fear of, I'm not even gonna be there. Like, I'm just gonna buy this house side on scene, basically. Well, it, again, it was a low purchase price, right? So okay. I, I bought the house at 10% down, very little, right? For a per, my purchase price was 120. So, you know, me and my husband talked and we said, well, we try it, it doesn't work out. We're gonna be in the same position that we are now. Right. But if it works out, like that's awesome. $500 coming in passively a month can pay for our car payment if we had one, cause we don't, right? <laughs> right? 
Um, and thankfully, um, it's worked out. Jacksonville has gone up in equity and will continue to do so. Um, it took us five offers to get a house. So don't get discouraged if you're if you start submitting offers because it's a crazy market across the nation right now. But just keep submitting offers um, and take take um, celebrate the small wins. Submitting an offer still takes guts to do, you know. Um, celebrate those small wins to continue to keep yourself motivated, you know, to to keep investing. And yeah, that's so awesome. And just doing the work, yeah. Yeah, so you guys did five offers. So your husband was always on board with you guys doing real estate investing together? My, I, I, I like to say that I'm more of the riskier person. My husband uh, works at the bank. So, you know, he's been around the crash. He's been, he's a little bit more, um, he's really good with numbers and just kind of keeps us where we need to be financially. Um, and I'm, I think I'm the cheerleader, like, let's just do it. Let's just do it. So it's like, we have a good balance, right? Where, where he knows that I'm going to do, um, I'm not going to do, what did he call it? He knows that I'm going to do calculated risks, mm. right? So it's, I'm not just going to jump in without looking like it's going to be calculated strategically where like, it makes sense to do these, these things. Um, And again, I, because I joined the mastermind and there's great members in there that helped me through it, um, pretty much holding my hand throughout the process. I think that's what made both of us, me and my husband kind of okay with, with doing that. Right. We've never even been to Florida before and we just wow. got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. So for those that don't know, she's referring to the, to the RFI tribe. Um, so Felipe Mejia is an amazing real estate investor and he's huge on Instagram. He's posting like, I think every minute he's posting something yes. and they created some micro tribes. And what I love about those micro tribes is that they're very affordable. So they're not, uh, cost is not going to be something that's going to keep you away because they're very affordable. And I love, uh, you talked about the community. So tell us a little bit about what was it like to meet other people that were probably were starting like you. Well, you grew up with this misconception that investors are rich, that they have a lot of money, that they that you can only be an investor if you have cash or this like big capital. Um, and when you when you join a mastermind like Rat Race, you get to see real people, people with families. Um, the person that helped me, Glenn Santos, uh, he had a baby on his shoulder every night, like no excuses he was there um you know they also had he also had a w2 his wife had a w2 you, you you get to meet all kinds of people that are like you right um a lot of people who are still working are trying to get their feet wet and then you also get to 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 meet people who are already at like 20 30 doors 10 doors and it's very inspiring to see that they also started like yourself knowing nothing and they had guidance in getting there, right? And so I don't know if it's a Latino thing or what, but trust is kind of hard, mm -hmm. right? To yeah. just trust people to like, especially when it comes with finances. Um, but yeah, he helped me throughout the whole way. Like 
even even now at five properties i've had help from several rat race to five members um and that's kind of the beauty of it and being in a community who who's just helps each other to grow you know that's awesome so you mentioned that it was turnkey so you guys did not have to make any repairs or anything no nothing I think all we had to do was add a stair rail because it's a rental. So there's like certain stuff that have to be on there, um, but that's it, nothing. Awesome. And so I think since ahead. then, I think I've replaced the refrigerator. That's about it. That is awesome. So you did not, do you do long-term rental or did, did you go straight to short-term rental? No, I did long-term rental. Okay. So I'll tell you a little bit about what happened next. Um, I got my first out of state. I already had a rental here in California. So now I'm at three doors with my primary. And uh, I spend December all the way through July. I'm writing it down just because I have, like, is that what happened? Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> December all the way through July, just gathering information. And this is what happens as a newbie, okay? Because you asked me, like, what would I want to know before I started was for someone to let to tell me, like, find out what you like in real estate, what strategy, and just, like, focus on there for a little while until you get started. Because it took me December through July to really learn everything about real estate, right? Acronyms the 1% rule, like all that stuff I didn't know. Partnerships, I would have never thought of even partnering with somebody. It was just something that I, I didn't know. Property management, I didn't have one for my California property. I always thought it was expensive. Like, you know what you know, right? Um, I would have, back then I would have told you, oh, I'm not doing property management, it's expensive. But if you would ask me, well, how much is it? I wouldn't even be able to tell you. It was just something that, it, it's a mis again, it's a misconception. You don't know, right? You're, you're new to real estate. So I take all this time reading books, right? That's what everybody does. You read books, you watch all these YouTube videos and trying to just find out what you want to do. What is it that you like doing? And my son plays baseball year round. So we've been guests of Airbnb for a long time. Never did I think Airbnb was something that I wanted to do, right? Nobody in Rat Waste was doing it. Really? Doing wow. it. I think the only one that had cabins at the time or a or short-term rental was Diego mm -hmm. and he didn't really talk about it mm -hmm. and the reason why I don't think he would talk about it is because he's a hands-off partner so he doesn't really you know what I mean like he doesn't yeah, really yeah. know the business or or what have you and so in rat race what they do is they create little pods within the mastermind right were you in a pod when you first started rat race no, so I haven't done it. I just know about Felipe and the, and the rat race, so I'm actually not in it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So whoever starts that month, they bunch them together as like accountability partners. Oh, nice. And yeah, and two of my partners in that little pod were investing in the Great Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. And so I love the idea of tenants paying for your vacation home. Like to me, 
even if I can get 1%, like that's pretty cool, right? Because again, I'm new. So for me, if the house can get paid and I could get a few hundred bucks, I'm cool with that. Right, yeah, yeah. And so I landed my first Airbnb in August of last year, just last year. Wow. Last year. And um, I just went for it again. I bought it sight unseen. Um, jumped on the plane. I wasn't even cleared to close yet. I was, just, <laughs> I had made up my mind, like this yep. cabin is going to be mine. It's going to be our vacation home. Had never even heard of the Great Smoky Mountains. Um, and when I got there, I just fell in love and couldn't believe that like this cabin was mine. And I just went full throttle learning everything. I don't, there's masterminds that I joined that I don't even think I was ever even able to like join because I consumed so much information about how to automate the business, messages, rules, talking to a bunch of people. Um, so I spent maybe like a month just becoming this like Airbnb obsessed person with how to run it and it be as passive like I want it to be like 90 99% passive yeah and so I flew out my family um because obviously you need help setting stuff up and stuff like yep. that fell in love with the process like I love that my kid was they're helping me unwrap stuff and you know my mom's over there banging the wall to hang something <laughs> like just the whole process with my family um because I, I i just i'm very family oriented i'm big on family so any experience that has to do with my family i love it right so i loved it it's like we went on vacation and we got to put this awesome um space together and now other families are going to be able to come and you know create memories um and so then we go live we and i start seeing way above one percent like mm -hmm. way above like you're talking about i was making maybe minimum minimum 3200 net profit wow way <laughs> above one percent <laughs> yeah like that's insane like i never even thought that that this that it would be this big now i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest not every market and airbnb is gonna give you you know that much return it's just that the great smoky mountains right now is still the number one destination in the nation so it does very very well um and i fell in love with the entire thing with reviews coming in saying you know we've We've made memories in your cabin to last a lifetime. I had a guest send me their engagement pictures. Like she got engaged on my deck while it was snowing, like so romantic. <laughs> and I, I, I just fell in love with that. Like right. being able to create this awesome space for other people on top of it, they're paying your rent and you can go vacation and stay for free. So finally, my husband and I were like, str for the win every time we look at our, our stuff um because we do have some short uh, long-term rentals we always say like str for the win and that's how the instagram name came up um str for the win <laughs> that's right. kind of how we came up with that name because every every month we look at it and str for the win str for the win 
And then, so after that, we knew, okay, we've done long-term rental, but we really, really love Airbnb. Um, we want to continue to do that. And so we are less than a month. Maybe, let me see how long I've been, I've been live. So we closed on a, on our second Airbnb in uh, Arizona, and we've been live for one, two, two and a half weeks, and we've already our net right now is my first booking was thirty four hundred dollars. Wow! For fifteen nights, my second booking is i'm looking at it i'm looking at it right now so i could tell you exact numbers 2700 and then my third booking is 1500 dollars, and that's all before april 1st bookings which is my first mortgage payment so insane like insane um and yeah so we closed on casa adi uh in arizona Two and a half weeks ago In incredible like we're just loving the entire thing again i took out my family out there again we all did it together we all saw this like um uh house come together this airbnb house come together in casa adi the arizona airbnb was a little bit more difficult because it was completely empty mm. the cabin was semi-furnished oh okay that's good Casari was empty, like nothing was was in there. So we had to buy everything and we did it in four days. Wow. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching on Instagram. The one thing that really amazes me, because I did not know that you were that new and you are advising other people and you're helping other people do better in the art. Uh, with their uh, Airbnbs. Yeah. So how, you must be really good at systems that you took a month to learn it all and now you're like the short-term rental queen. So I started, thank you. I feel like an imposter when people say that. But no uh, so I pretty much became obsessed with the process and the business and asked a bunch of people doing Airbnb how they do things. And I combined all their stuff and created this like, I think it's freaking amazing, all the stuff that I'm learning. And I keep track of tips. So to make sure that they're still working, those tips are still working, right? So I'm teaching everybody things that I've learned along the way and for them to not make the mistakes that I've made, right? Because I'm, I was completely new to real estate, completely new to Airbnb as a host. So, um, and that's been fun to do, like for me, um, I get my energy and passion from somebody saying, oh my God, Diana, your tip worked. I got a booking within 40 minutes after you told me what to do. And it's something like something so small that they can do. And it just, they get a booking. That's amazing. Yeah. Cause I'm, I've been watching, I've been watching you and I've been watching how you've been helping Felipe and he was like posting like yeah. the numbers when he changed the rate. Like you yeah. just, it, it can be something small to us, but to you it's strategic, right? You've seen it work. Yeah, so the thing about Airbnb is that they show you, their dashboard shows you the, the calendar, right? So mentally you wanna see that calendar book, book like 
school. Yeah. But I was like, well, no, because don't you want to get better prices, better booking? Like, I rather have lower occupancy at higher rates and less wear and tear in your cabin. Oh, so good. And potentially even more refunds at lower rates or, yeah. So for me, I like to have to change things around where you can add more amenities to your property and charge more. And it's okay to have less people. You're gonna have more money at the end of the, at the end of the month. Right. Um, and Airbnb, just like Instagram, any social platform has their algorithm, right? Airbnb has thousands of different things that you can change that will put you at the top of the algorithm. And so I've, I've created like an algorithm tip. And every time someone wants to get boosted up, I tell them, okay, try this and let me see if it works. And I add the date, right? And yep. say it works. So that's, that, that's still working. And so I just started a history of like things that work and don't work. That is so, uh, so good. That's been fun. It's been fun to say like, oh my God, Diana, I made $5,000 um in december right the holidays was like it's amazing to be able to do that for families that are new just like me and and i know that they're scared and i i always tell them just go for it here's my number you have a question like it's it's fine you, you have a bunch of people that can back you up to to help you and whatever comes comes your way you know Absolutely. um and if i don't know the answer uh, believe me i know someone I know someone that that will that can help you or help me help you, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's been great, and I've been able to help people that have been in Airbnb for they've been in Airbnb for a while. Right. Yeah, I saw that. That's that's why I was so surprised. And when my friend told me, well, now she's my new REI friend. When she said that she was doing really well in New Mexico and she had um, a, an Airbnb, and the same as you, she said that she has low occupancy, but she's still in the green and doing really well i'm like oh you need to connect with diana because i know she might be able to tweak a thing or two so i love the fact that you started afraid you did it and now you have made it into this family affair did you know did anybody in your family have property before you became a real estate investor nobody 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 wow girl when i bought my house this primary house because I had a condo. We started with a condo. We started small. We, we couldn't afford a house back then, right? So we started with the condo here in California. And uh, when we bought our primary house 2019, December 2019, everybody's like, what are you guys doing? You're paying over half a million for a house. The market's gonna crash. Well, here we are and the market hasn't crashed. So that's one of the hardest things on top of fear that if you come from a family like me who doesn't have any real estate experience who who will see anything anything like that as a crazy risk what are you doing save your money in the bank where it makes you no money right because that's the same yeah. thing to do when you come from a family like that it's really hard because you're gonna be full of nayers people that are gonna tell you that don't do it you shouldn't do that that's too much what if it doesn't rent like they're, they're gonna come up with all kinds of things of what can happen right right so my answer is always like well what if it works and what if my husband gets to retire from this nine to five that he absolutely hates 
right? What, what if, why don't we ever think that way? Why don't we change our mindset to think that way? Like, what if it works out and my husband can retire? Um, and guess what? My husband retired two weeks ago. Whoa, that's awesome. I'm so excited for you guys. Just with two, just with two Airbnbs. I mean, mind you, we are a very frugal family, right? We, nice. we don't like, we don't have car payments. We don't um, live this super lavish life, but my husband no longer has to work nine to five in a seven. He was there for 70 years, 17 years. Wow. That's a long time. So, and that, that was also hard for him to, to, to do that. It was, again, because of the family that we've come from, it was hard for him to even tell certain people in his family that he was yep. doing it. I bet, I bet. I, I don't think we should tell people that I'm like gonna <laughs> quit my job. And I'm like, okay. Um, so I, we did, it did take us a while to tell people that, but but yeah, yeah. I mean, real estate can change your life in, in ways that you would never imagine. And if you were to ask me when I joined Rat Race, in October 2020, whether my husband would be retiring like a year and six months later, I would have told you, no, are you kidding? We have bills to pay. <laughs> but again, like being in a mastermind helps you with everything that you need. Even Diego helps us even with just budgeting and how, you know, taking care of our finances first before doing anything. Um, but yeah, it's been a crazy, it's been a crazy ride. It's amazing. I'm just excited. The, the fact that you're so new, quote unquote, right? Because it shows I am very new. you don't have to, you don't have to have a hundred because people think that you have to have a hundred doors, right? In order to retire, you guys have five and your husband was able to retire and yeah. you're doing something that you said earlier that really was impactful. Find out what aspect of real estate investing you like. So you continue doing that so you don't create another job on top of the one that you already have that you don't like, right? Right. So even though I love Airbnb, right? I still want I still want to make it 99%. Mm -hmm. Let's say 90% passive. But the 10% that I do get to do, I absolutely love. Nice. Right? Perfect. Um and and that's that's the beauty of it that you're that you're going you want to do stuff that you like. It, it's not just about like being financially independent. Like are you going to like that journey and what you're doing to become financially independent? You have to enjoy it also. Um and for us it, it's it's been Airbnb. Right? That's so good. That is amazing. SDR so you win. <laughs> yeah, it's the art for the win. I love it. So you bought the second Airbnb in Arizona. What happens after that? Well, right now we're just trying to maximize our, our, our uh, optimizing those Airbnbs. And we started managing other people's Airbnbs also. Because again, I know how to make it completely passive, right? Let's say 90%, but the 10%, if I, and I, we love doing it. And if that can help somebody else where they don't, maybe they don't like doing the whole automation and, and that 10%, right. That I'm, that I love to do. Um, and we can, um, make it a service and, and create another stream of income. Why not? And so we started doing that maybe two months ago. So this was before Arizona. Um, and so we started doing that. We manage, um, seven properties now 
Yeah. Property. So that's another income stream that is kind of like indirect from real estate investing, but totally relate. You got that skill because you did it for yourself. You got so good that all the people are like, girl, you got to hook it up, like help us with our property. Yes. And I love it. And, and again, some people love the Airbnb concept. They love that they have this vacation home that other people can pay for it, but they don't like the systems and processes and talking to people because you're always on your phone. When you have an Airbnb, you're always on your, you have to have your phone at all times. It always has to be charged. God forbid it dies. You better find a charger because <laughs> what if a guest messages you like you yeah. need to be on it? Um, some people don't want to do that. Right. So now we're for people that don't like to do certain things of Airbnb, we're we're providing those services for 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 another income. So we're managing properties. Um, Today, I'm going to be um, automating two listings for somebody because they don't want to do it. So, you know, we're, we're providing that service for them. We're also going to do short term management, right? Kind of like maternity leave. What if somebody's on maternity leave? They don't want to deal with it or they want to go on vacation. They don't want to deal with it. Um, so we're going to be um, providing that service as well. Just managing for yeah. short term. That is so good. It's funny how you said that you have to be on your phone. I have stay on Airbnb. And for some reason, I am that person that I'll make the reservation early. I know where I'm going but I'm not looking at the messages that I received. I'm not looking at the instructions. So I will get to the property and be like, oh, what is that? What do I go again? And what's the code? And so do you have any funny stories of people like that asking you things that you, of course you sent them three or four times before they showed up? So I make it very simple as well. And okay. I think that's why I've been so successful because I've Prior to being a host, I was a guest. Remember, right, I, was traveling, yeah. Yeah. I was traveling the nation with my son's baseball team and I was a guest several times. And do you ever go somewhere like a restaurant or somewhere and you think like, if I were the owner, I'd probably do this. Yes. Mm -hmm. I would always do that. I don't know why, <laughs> but I would always do that. And so when I became a host, I, I had all those tips of like, Remember that person? Remember when they went to Nebraska, they had this? Like, that's pretty cool, let's do that. Remember when they had this and let's do that. So, though, you're always gonna get really odd, odd yep, yep. questions. The, the most odd question I've ever got was, how do you turn on the kitchen lights? Mind you, I know some houses have the light switch in like a really odd space. Right, my, right. my kitchen in the cabin, it's where it's we're supposed to be. <laughs> and I got a message like, how do you turn on the kitchen lights? I'm like, are you serious right now? Um, but I'll tell you one of the things I do that's pretty that simplifies everything. Um, the code to enter my Airbnbs is the last four digits of your phone number. How Beautiful. cool is that? Beautiful. Your phone can die. You already know. You see the message from the very beginning and say, oh, it's the last four digits of my phone number. You don't have to look at it again, right? Um, and I got that idea from being in the Great Smoky Mounds and having no cell service. I was like, wait, what if somebody has to access the app, their code, right. code and it's a... And that's happened to me before when I was a guest. It was such a random code, like two, five, 
seven, nine, that every time we would get to the house, I'd have to be like, hey, get my phone, what's the code again? Like, you need to just simplify it for guests. They're on vacation. Another thing too is you're saying that you don't really look at the messages. I don't send that many messages. Good. Yeah, because it can be overwhelming. You're already go you're already traveling. You don't want to be looking at the app all the time. I love it. And then people send you like, because when when we when we um when we start managing um um Airbnbs, I always leave their messages on for like a week to see like what they are. And some people put like a thousand rules in the check-in instructions. Yep. That's so annoying. For for me, being on vacation, as soon as they get there, you're gonna start, don't do this, don't do this, don't do, like, that's annoying, right? So I add it, but not to the check-in instructions. And I also don't like to bug people that much because I feel like when someone goes to a prime steakhouse and you're eating this really delicious, juicy steak, <laughs> and the, and the waitress is right there. Do you need anything? Is everything okay? Like they oh, just keep coming yeah. and you're like, girl or boy, like I'm just leave trying to hey, leave me alone. So <laughs> that's one of the things I see a lot of hosts do. Like they just don't simplify things. They simple is better sometimes. Yeah. Like, um, but their messages are like where you have to scroll and scroll yep. it's too much. So I've seen it. I try to keep it simple and just very, you know, easy. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think already you're helping a lot of people. I think you're demystifying the fear of doing it um, out of state, um, trying um, short-term rental. I think I love the fact that you have systems that scares yeah. a lot of people, especially if they still have a W-2, which you still do. Um, yes. What have you seen... Um, for people that start and you, you once you take over, because I know you're doing it now, have you seen what have they said now that when you give it back and you're like, okay, now you have all of this that you did before and now it's gone? Like, how has their life changed because of the systems that, that you put in place? Oh, they love it. They were looking at their app like every day and now they look at it like twice a month. They don't really look at it anymore. It's there, it's just they they love that they can say they have an Airbnb. And the fact that they um, it's being managed by someone else, they just get a paycheck at the end of the month. So like, totally passive. Yeah, for them it's totally passive because it's managed by somebody else. Right. That's yeah, awesome. could you imagine where you have a house, a vacation house that's paid by the tenants and 100% passive because you have a manager, you know, managing it for you. Like that's insane. Right. Um, and for me, um, I love optimizing. I love for you to tell me, yeah, I make pretty good money. I make like 3000 and then I come in and say, well, I made you 37 on a slow, on a slow month, you know, because there's these little things that you can do that can make you more money. Absolutely. Yeah. It's fun. It's almost like a, like a game, right? Like, it's yeah, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, like, I love it. Like I, 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 I get. Um, I have to transfer another another property to to our account today, and I'm just ready to like go in there and like, oh my gosh, what can I do? What can I do? Like, what can I do to make it? Um, and it's fun for me, and I think that's why I enjoy like teaching other people's because I love that. I love to show them like, look, try this, and it's gonna work. I promise, and it works. I, I save all my messages of when that happens because I love to look back and say like, damn, this is 
this is this is cool like for us to continue to just help people and um and my husband and i always tell people get an airbnb we'll help you get an airbnb we'll help you um okay. yeah we're, we're enjoying the process of you know following our dreams and, and wanting to to grow our airbnb portfolio um and taking people with us along the journey and, and teaching them how to do it for their families as well that is so good and i love that you're getting paid for this you love it and you get paid yeah. by other people that is win-win earlier you had said that the one thing that you probably would have loved to learn before you started you were talking about the mastermind so just talk a little bit more about that like how that race helped you expedite where you are today i mean it takes a village for you to do anything it really does i don't know why again i think it's a latino trust issue right we don't really like tell random strangers can you help me with money like you just don't do it um but that took us to the next level. Rat Race gave us the accountability and the opportunity to learn um, and access their network because that's where the value comes to be able to talk to other people to help us just pull the trigger. Um, and I'm not saying that you're not gonna not be scared anymore. You still are, but, you, but having that peace of mind that someone's a message away to, to tell them whatever it can be um is what's gonna help you move forward like it truly is it truly is it's yeah. powerful yeah i'm so excited yeah. for you guys i cannot wait to check out the um casa ari uh i i seen it i saw when you guys were working on it on instagram that's like the most fun part when you're like seeing it come together yeah and remember i gave you all those um amounts and the backyard's being rehabbed right now. So people are still renting it because they need somewhere to stay. I saw that, like you told them and they still booked it. I love that. And that was that. because, so that first guest, they're waiting for their new construction and it keeps getting delayed. And so they've been there, their, my first booking was a 15 day booking that started as like four or five days and they've extended it twice because they love it they loved right. it why not and why they probably and there's probably nothing available either probably right? and it's easier they're, they're already established all their stuff is there they will have to pack everything up and move everything so sometimes convenience is worth you know the extra cost yeah and there's always going to be fear around it even me already knowing everything on how to run an airbnb business i was still scared when when we did that transaction for arizona um, MLB is still um, on a lockout, which is our our main um, was going to be our main audience for March and April. That was going to be our main audience for the Airbnb uh, March and April. So the lockout was hard for us. We thought like, oh my God, we're not going to book it. What are we going to do? Um, and look, it just still worked out. Like there's people still need people still need and want an Airbnb instead of a hotel room. It's a whole different experience. It's a whole different experience. And I love how you mentioned a few times you have been scared, even though you've done this, you know that you can do it. There are also all the factors of lockdown or that business so that's close by won't be open. So, but you still did it and it's still working. Yes, yes. I mean, there's there's a bunch of strategies that you can do. And so like my favorite strategy is when, when you're wanting to, to, to look for more um, 
bookings is to go to the nearest attraction um, IG page. So where my house is in Arizona, it's next to like a casino, right? And I turned on the notifications of whenever they put a post and they have like thousands of comments, right? Like within minutes, they get thousands. So I turned on the notifications so that as soon as they post something, I'll put it, um, DM me for an Airbnb 10 minutes away from casino. And that's kind of the strategy that I've been using. When stuff like the MLB lockout comes out, like when stuff like that happens, um, and I don't post every time on the casino's um, Instagram, but it's a strategy that it's people- It's creative. Use. Yeah, it's creative. And you, you probably are helping people that are looking for a place. So it's not so much that you're trying to get um, a booking, which you are, but you're also helping someone find a nice place yeah. to stay. So it's yeah. winning for so everybody. We manage a property here locally that's by a theme park and we do the same thing with the theme park. And so right now we've been getting a lot of bookings with that strategy. People just, you know, click on my Instagram and then they go to the Airbnb um, link and they book it knowing that it's a 10 minute um, drive to the theme park and it's a lot cheaper than the hotel. And it's, um, it's a lot private. It's private, right? Right. You can cook, which is awesome. You can stay yeah. up and do all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. For the, same, for the same reason that we started Airbnb when we traveled as baseball parents, because we, when you travel as a baseball parent, you travel for days at a time, like four or five days. So you, we were always looking for those hotels that had the kitchen and there wasn't that many. Right. There wasn't that many. There just wasn't. And I'm not trying to eat out all the, all those meals. Like you no. get tired. You get tired of eating out. It also gets pretty expensive. It does. So, so I, I like to say that I've, I've been in the Airbnb game for maybe five, seven years as a guest. And I think that's what's helped me become a great host because I know what guests want, what they look for, um, what my Airbnb needs by, you know, being a guest and just gathering that information, right? Yeah. That and everything, sense. the messages that were sent to me, um, just everything, their process. Um, yeah. So I'm, we're, we're enjoying, so we're enjoying it right now. That is so good. I'm so excited for you guys. I'm, I'm so happy for your husband. He got to retire and you're helping more people, which is awesome. Where can people connect with you? What do you have coming up? Where can my audience find out more about you and how can they work with you? So my Instagram is STR for the win. Like I've, like I told her earlier, um, yeah. it was just something that always came up with us when we looked at our, at our financials monthly, that STR was just giving us the more cash flow, right? Um, my husband was able to retire from his 17 year corporate America job. Um, I am currently a micro tribe leader for Rat Race to Fi, which means it's a mini mastermind um, that only talks about Airbnb um, on a weekly basis. We meet every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, the price already went up. It used to be $49 a month uh, for four weeks for, yeah, for four calls a month. I think now it's $99. 
It's still very, very inexpensive for you to find out if Airbnb is for you. Because remember, I said that the 10% that I do, I love, right? You may not be that person, but for a hundred dollars, um, which right now is not much, right? It's maybe 20 something dollars a call. You can get your feet wet and see if it's even something for you. Or I promise you that if you already have an STR right now, that you'll learn something and you'll make more money that will pay for that, for that, for that class. Right. Um, and really the value of the, the micro tribe is the networking you're going to be, um, we do a call. It's usually the last call of the month where we do breakout rooms where people can network. Um, and we have a pretty split membership of brand new to str looking for their brand new airbnb and people that are already have i think that our highest um member is that she's at seven listings wow seven listings yeah and she's learned a lot from just being on there too amazing yeah right? so i'm sure people will learn a lot they'll be reaching out we'll be sure to put all your links on the show notes um, I'm sure. so glad that we got to talk. We definitely have to do it again because the hour went by yeah. so fast. But I can tell you that I'm so excited about short-term rentals. Um, I'm looking to do long-term and haul, but I know that I'm going to sprinkle in short-term because it makes sense, because it can be fun and also diversification. Right? I can try it. If I don't like yeah. it, I can say, hey, Diana, can you run this for me? I don't want to do it. Yeah, you can always look at. So one of the reasons why I looked at Phoenix, um, I know that we're already an hour, but I want to I want to share this is that they it had both long term rental and short term rental opportunity. So I loved if you're that type of person who says, yeah, but Diana, I'm still like fearful, then do that. Take an take a more calculated risk, right? You can if it doesn't work out, you can always do long term. Right. That makes so, so much sense. Yeah. yeah. You that can always so do that. that or, so or you could start long, long-term rental and go short-term, right? Exactly. Yeah. Either way, either way, people need a place to stay and people need a place to live. So, yes. And I don't, I mean, I don't really see the market. People are, hotels are still going to be there. Even yep. during the market crash, the, the prices nightly rates didn't really drop. Like people still needed hotels, you know? People still need a place to live. And uh, when the market crashes, that's when you actually buy. It's even cheaper. So it's not even a bad thing. And you don't have to sell. You just hold and wait right. for the market to go back up, which he always does. So either right. way, you're going to be fine. So yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. I know that we'll be doing many more things together because I yeah, really love sure. what you're doing. Congratulations on getting um, House of Ari up to your husband um cannot wait for my audience to connect with you when your episode comes out as they listen thank you so much for your time oh, thank you for and, having me. oh my god it's been a, a pleasure for sure and i know that um people are gonna connect with you so thanks so much for okay. um coming and talking to us awesome thank you for bye. having me. bye